are Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Locked On Houston Astros, and I hope that you join me for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter, EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. We are the only daily Astros podcast out there. You can get Locked On the Astros on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play the podcast Locked On Astros. So I know it was kind of a bad end to the weekend after the high we had with Justin Verlander no hitting the Rangers for four innings or so. And then the offense breaking out. Everything seemed to be going the Astros' way. They won that game 7-2. to On the last Locked On Astros podcast, I believe I predicted a 5-2 to victory in that game. And so I was sort of close. I said that Verlander would give up one homer. And then somebody else would give up a homer. And that was a big, massive homer to Joey Gallo. And uh, off of Raymond Guidwan. I went to that game. It was actually a fun game to go to. Uh, I got to watch Verlander dominate, and I got to see Altuve and Bregman hit the back-to-back homers to start the game. Unfortunately, they lost the next two games to the Rangers, and you're not going to win every game, like we said. You're going to lose some games, but it's how the Astros lost the last two games. On Saturday, Cole only lasted four and one-third innings pitched. He allowed nine hits, eight earned runs, nine runs, three walks, eight strikeouts, and one homer. His ERA jumped up from 324 to 522. That is a big jump. That shows how much he gave up career high, at least an Astro career high amount of runs and earned runs. It was not a good performance. And after the game, he said that he felt like watching a little bit of the video, he could tell what pitches were coming. And he thought that maybe he was tipping his pitches and the Rangers knew what was coming because he was throwing 99 and had good break on it, but they seemed to know what was coming. We had James Paxton kind of accuse the Astros of doing the same thing. So uh, what goes around comes around, but it was just weird that he would get hit around. And I know every pitcher's susceptible to a bad game here or there, but not somebody with the pedigree of Garrett Cole. McHugh today, this is Sunday, gave up nine earned runs, 10 total runs. And three and one-third innings pitched. He allowed eight hits, one strikeout, and he allowed two homers. It was not a good game for McHugh. And as we talked about on Talking Strohs earlier, did A.J. Hinch leave him in the game too long? And the problem is, is if you take out Garrett Cole, let's say in the third inning, who was warming up? It was Chris Davinsky. How many innings can Davinsky go? Maybe two. And then uh, McHugh today, uh, you could have taken him out during the third inning. After he gave up, I think it was seven runs or so in the first three innings. You could have taken him out, but who would you put in? Um, who would you put in? I know the Astros made the call to bring back up Framer Valdez, but uh, you don't want to kill all your arms in one game, and so that's why you see Hinch actually trying to stick with the pitcher. I, I can't really blame him. I mean, these guys are guys he's he can count on, and it just didn't work out. Uh, for some reason, the Rangers have been really hot offensively. They lose uh, Odor, and all of a sudden, they're a hitting team. Gallo 
is just going, Joey Gallo is just going crazy. Uh, I haven't seen this guy so confident at the plate. He actually had a sacrifice fly the first time in his career. He's This guy's learning how to hit. He still goes strike out a lot. Uh, you can't take that away from him, but I'm not too worried about the Rangers. As I said on Talking Strohs, I would take any of our starters over the Rangers. It just It's just weird that we've already played two series, six games at Arlington, and only six games at Min Maid Park total. So it, the, the schedule's been a little weird so far. Th- that's all I take away from this. The, um, there's some good things today. Like the Astros had five homers, and they came back from a 10-1 deficit uh, late in the game. And you saw Bregman hit a homer. Uh, then Michael Brantley hit a homer. Josh Reddick hit his second homer. Carlos Correa hit a blast. It was a line drive field. And then George Springer hit the big one to lead off the top of the ninth inning to get the Astros closer. But unfortunately, it was just not enough time to mount a comeback. They got to the closer, um, Jose De La Clerc, I believe his name is. Sean Kelly came in and actually retired Robinson Torinos with the bases loaded. And as I'll talk about in a little bit, there were some calls today that went against the Astros and especially strike one to Robinson Torinos in the first inning. It was clearly outside uh, away, but because that pitch was called a strike, he had to kind of approach the bat differently. And that's what we've seen a lot this year is a lot of umpires missing calls and then it affects the Astros. And I know every team's going to say that, and I'm not going to really harp on that. But when we get back, we're going to go ahead and take a look and try to forget about this Ranger series. And we're going to go ahead and take a look ahead to the Minnesota Twin series because this team is a good team with Marwin Gonzalez and all. This will be a tough matchup starting tomorrow. Remember to get this show every day. Subscribe to Locked on Astros on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally created playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Astros. Hey guys, let's talk about sex. Good sex. Remember the good old days when you're able to always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance, get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients such as Viagra and Cialis so you know that they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they'll work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you'll be ready whenever opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants the extra function to enhance their performance in bedroom. For instance, most guys talk a good game. But if you're one and done, Blue Chew can even help you follow through for round two. Blue Chew is prescribed and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. You don't have to go see a doctor. You don't have to wait in the pharmacy. And best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code MLB, try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, we are back with Locked On Astros. We are the only daily Astros podcast out there. 14 minutes is all you need, and you can get up to date with all the Astros news, rumors, and everything going on. So the Astros fall short. 
They lose 11-10 versus the Rangers. They trailed 10-1 after four innings, but then they came back within one run. And it's what was frustrating about this game is that in the eighth inning, I believe it was, there was a pop-up, and nobody but Josh Reddick could see the ball. You saw Carlos Correa out there in outfield. He's looking around, and then he's like, oh, crap, I don't know where it is. And the ball fell, and that allowed the 11th run to score. Maybe the Astros would have been able to tie the game. Who knows? It doesn't matter. I'm not going to blame Carlos Correa. I think it was actually earlier in the game, but um, but otherwise, it was a um, decent performance by the offense to mount that comeback, and uh, you have to love the passion that they put into that game. So I'm still confident with the back three starters in a rotation. Do we need to go out and get Dallas Keuchel? It wouldn't hurt, uh, and I still think that they can do it, like we're talking about in Talking Strohs. We said that you can say you're going to give him $18 million, but it's going to be prorated by the time he gets there. So uh, he would still get what he would have signed if he was with the Astros, just at a prorated rate. But I don't know at this point. I, like I said on Twitter, I think it's in his court. Uh, if he wants to do it, he wants to do it. If not, he'll just wait for somebody else. And don't forget that the Rangers' offense has been on a roll. And... Uh, Verlander was able to silence them for seven innings with only three hits, one earned run on eight strikeouts on Friday, but the rest of the team was not able to. So anyway, let's move on to the twin series. The twins are twins are 12 and seven with a plus 20 run differential. They've scored 107. They've allowed 87. The Astros are 13 and eight with a plus 20 run different differential. They've scored 98, and they've allowed 78 runs. So as you can see, the Astros and the Twins are basically comparable right now. The Astros are second place in the AL West, and the Twins are ahead of the Indians in the AL Central. This will be a big matchup, and we're going to get to know the Twins hitters very well because we're going to face them three games starting uh, Monday through Wednesday. Then next week, we'll face them again in Minnesota for four games. So we're going to really know this roster very clear, and we'll um, we'll see how that affects the pitching matchups because they'll be able to see them a little bit more often. In Game 1, we're going to have Brad Peacock versus Jake Odorizzi. Peacock is 2-0 with a 3.94 ERA. He has 16, sorry, he has 15 strikeouts in 16 innings pitch. Jake Odorizzi is 1-2 with a 4.76 ERA. He has 17 strikeouts and 21 innings pitch. Versus the uh, opponent, Odorizzi has a better success versus the Astros with a 3-1 record in his career with a 2.12 ERA. He's allowed, he struck out 32 hitters in 22 and two-thirds innings. The Astros are batting 241 with three homers and eight RBIs against him. Michael Brantley has faced him the most. He's faced him uh, 23 times, six hits, one homer. Two RBIs. Alex Bregman is two for three versus Odorizzi with a homer and two RBIs. And Chirinos is one for three with one homer and two RBI. Brad Peacock versus the Twins. He's 0-2 with a 4.05 ERA. He has 28 strikeouts and 20 innings pitch. The Twins are batting 243 off of him with one homer and three RBIs. It's a very limited sample size versus Peacock. Most of the players he's faced before have moved on to other teams. The current players that have had success would be Max Kepler, 
with uh, he's two for three with a homer, and their MVP candidate Eddie Rosario is zero for three versus Peacock. Oh, and game one, I think that's going to be a very tight pitching matchup. Peacock, how deep can he go? This is his first start um, in two weeks. Maybe he only goes five innings. And then you bring in Josh James to kind of eat up two or three more innings and then bring in the back of the bullpen. So I think this is going to be a, let's say, a 4-3 victory for the Astros. Game two, we're going to see Wade Miley versus Michael Pineda. Miley is 1-2 and two on the season with the 3.32 ERA. He has 11 strikeouts and 21 and two-thirds innings pitch. Pineda was having a good season until his last start. He's 2-1 and one with the 5.30 ERA. He has 16 strikeouts and 18 and two-thirds innings pitch. Versus the Twins, Miley has struggled in a limited sample size, and I think he actually had a good game, and then he got really lit up early. So he's 1-0 with a 5.59 ERA with 10 strikeouts and 9 and two-thirds innings pitch. The Twins are batting 327 versus Miley with three homers and six RBIs. Marwin Gonzalez is 7 for 15 with a homer. Miguel Sano, who is on the DL, is 3 for 3 with two homers. And once again, Rosario is 0 for 3 versus uh, Miley. Pineda has a lot of history versus the Astros, and the Astros have had a lot of success versus Pineda. They're batting 294 in over their career with five homers, 13 RBIs. Carlos Correa is 7 for 13 with three homers and four RBIs. George Springer is 6 for 17 with two homers and six RBIs. Altuve is 6 for 16 with two RBIs. So I don't, I mean, I know Justin Verlander is going to pitch game three. I don't know who the third pitcher is going to be for the Twins. But uh, Verlander is has probably had a lot of success versus the Twins uh, because they've been in AL Central for so long. I will look at that matchup on my next episode. Looking back at what Colin McHugh said today, he said that the Rangers, and uh, we saw this the same thing with Garrett Cole. He said that they did things differently than they normally do. So he uh, he said he's going to go back and look at the videos and see if there if he was maybe tipping pitches. But as my Talking Stros co-host said, it seemed like the Rangers knew exactly what was coming. It was not good. So uh, hopefully Verlander can right the ship again um, in Game 3 versus the Twins. Because I think Wade Miley is going to struggle in uh, the Tuesday game. And the Twins are going to probably win that game, let's say, let's say seven to three. Uh, but Pineda has, the Astros have had success, so it could be a high scoring affair as well. So anyway, uh, don't forget that Framber Valdez was recalled. Uh, he will be in the bullpen. He will be a long reliever for now. Also, Raymond Goudouin did show something in the Saturday game. I know he got sent down, but that was more of a, they needed a fresh arm. Guadalajara rebounded from giving up that big, massive homer to Joey Gallo and by shutting, retiring six Rangers to end the game yesterday, on Saturday. But um, he's got a long way to go. So uh, Jordan Alvarez hit his ninth homer today. Tyler White still is our rbi list. So we'll talk more about Tyler White tomorrow or on Tuesday. Uh, But let's not give up on Tyler White yet. Yes, he is a little bit overweight. Yes, he looks like he can't really catch up to the fastball anymore. But this guy is a professional hitter. This is a guy who carried the Astros offense in the second half last year. And he will bounce back. Just give him a little bit of time. And as y'all could see from one of the polls I did this weekend, that a lot of people think that he will bounce back. And we just need to be patient. 
Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya podcast app as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play the podcast, Locked on Astros.